Yo, yo, what's up, Nana Nation and lovers of Pod Life? Hey, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning into episode six of Pod Life. This episode is with Brett Morris. He's an OG, original gangster, aka the old guard in the Canadian podcast game. Um, but before I get into that, I just want to put it out there. Sorry for the late release this week. Uh, it's been crazy, but the good news is that good, good news is that the podcast studio is even closer to being ready. Now, it's been a long time coming. It's been a very stressful couple of weeks. But thank you so much for sticking with us. And we've got some brand new content coming out. This week is actually going to be a double recording week. But with that being said, no further ado. Here's Brent Morris. He is the proud participant in two different podcasts. One being Gappage with Scarborough Dude. This podcast, put this on your radar. It is fun to listen to. The, there's a lot of banter between... Brent will talk about it in the podcast, but between Brent and Scarborough Dude, the banter is awesome. I love it. Uh, and then Brent's other podcast is called The Show The Show Hole, which for me is a tongue twister, but for you normal people, may not be an issue. Um, check that one out. That's a, like a three-person call-in podcast. It's kind of like general topics, but they also eat during it. So if you're into that kind of like, I can't remember what it's called, ASPR. Anyways, if you're into that, uh, like that sound of these people chewing or people talking, or if that super annoys you, at least they're pretty funny when it comes down to it. I want to thank Brent for giving me the time to record this podcast. It's always great to be in touch with OGs who have been doing it for a long time. Brent has been doing it for years. Um, what I'm going to do is my goal is to just release all the the pod lights together, but I'm going to take a break in that and I'm going to release some of the content that we just recorded this week. We had a network meetup, so uh, we had the Midnight Owl come by, Miss Six, uh, the Opera Throat Clears, Aaron Chalupa, and even the Carnivore Comedian made an appearance. So with that being said, this is a long ramble. I'm sorry. It's going to be a double release week. Thank you so, so much for tuning in. Thank you for downloading. And thank you for checking us out. What's up, Nana Nation and lovers of the Not For 30 podcast? This is episode six of Pod Life on me, not on me, with me on the line, Brent Morris from many a podcast. Brent Morris, what's up, baby? Uh, you know, just... Uh Looking forward to a long weekend. Got a beer. Uh, down to talk about old time podcasts. Right on. Let me crack my drink. But in the meantime, what are you drinking, sir? Uh, I have been drinking a lot of Cremor's Lot Nine Pilsner. Pilsner this summer. It's like any any particular reason. I mean, it's not nothing you know special or super uh, fancy. You know, I drink a lot of craft beers. This one's kind of. An easy drinking beer, but it's nice for summer, you know? I hear you. I'm currently drinking Ace Hill Lime Rattler. And before I get hate mail because I'm drinking a Rattler, y'all shut your mouth till you drink this. It is fantastic. Remember when you start to drink beer and you just drink beers because you recognize the commercials or whatever, but like you drink Corona because of the gimmicky lime thing, but you put a little bit of lime juice and it kind of tastes good. This is Corona if it tastes good. So Ace Hill Lime Rattler comes highly recommended. I'm I'm totally down with the with the Rattlers. 
So, I, I, though, I, I don't know, maybe a little hate for drinking Ace Hill. I heard the other day that that's not a cool, uh, a cool brewery to drink from. My friends was, really? was giving me shit for talking about the other Ace Hill Rattler. Oh, is it okay to swear on this podcast? I just heard to me. You can do whatever you fucking want, dude. This is a wild list of podcasting. You can do whatever you want. I know, but some people are, are, are quite serious about the rules they have with uh, with podcasting. I'm a, I don't know, the kind of guy okay. that doesn't well, care too much about podcasting. I'll tell you this. Um, with With the podcast, we don't fact check. We don't edit. We barely are able to put this thing together. So whatever goes, goes. We won't hold anything against you. Okay, what was what was a what was a problem with Ace Hill? Why is it not cool? Because Ace Hill is phenomenal. I don't know. People say it's shitty. It only, I only like their Rattlers. Their other beers, I don't like the taste of. So maybe it's just people giving shit for that. But I, 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 I must say, I like to believe I'm a strong person. But it's occurred to me I haven't bought that Lime Rattler because I don't want to be judged for it. Well, drink it in private and enjoy it in private if you have to. <laughs> I really enjoy it though. I think it's great. Like, I I like it so I bought I bought it once because of the can was kind of nice. I was like, oh, that's a nice looking can. I'll give it a try. You'll you'll get me on mar- on on the packaging and marketing alone. I cracked that son of a bitch open. I felt like I was gonna be Stone Cold Steve Austin and just pour this thing down my throat one shot because it was fantastic. That sounds amazing. <laughs> you sound thrilled. You th- <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. We met um, initially at uh, PodCamp TO at the Canadian Podcasting Awards. You were hanging out with Mark, and Mark seemed to be the tour guide for us that weekend. Um, so that's all. I kind of remember you a little bit from the night. I think we have some pictures together and, and just some brief conversations. I think I also spoke to Scarborough dude a little bit that night. Yep. And, and I know that you guys have you guys have a podcast on your own. Yeah. Or the two, sorry, the two of you guys, I should say. And what do you remember from about us that weekend? Uh, I remember being excited to, I mean, a lot of people come to PodCamp Toronto, but um, as as time has gone on, this sort of group of us uh, old podcasters that have known each other for a long time sort of just clique up and then rarely meet the new people. And we kind of feel separate from them, but you seem to be excited to uh, meet a bunch of people. And it was like the first uh, PodCamp Toronto in a few years for me where I was like, hey, I actually want, these people seem cool. Uh, I'll, I'll talk to them instead of just my old friends. Yeah. Well, I, I think it's hard when you're around a guy like Mark who just brings people into conversations and connects people. And I think that was kind of one of those things that I, I naturally gravitate towards. And then, you know, just meeting all the people that he pulled out. He gave me like a laundry list of podcasts to check out. And he, he gave me a whole bunch of like, you got to check out this guys and got to listen to the thing that this, this thing that Brent's doing with all this, this like a music breakdown and like all these other, it was just a whole laundry list. And I got through about three of them. And I look up to my wife and I'm like, I don't know if I can, I can listen to all, like, on top of all the other podcasts I already listened to, like, the laundry list just felt like it was getting longer and longer every time I tuned into one, so. <laughs> That's fine. But I don't miss, uh, uh, to be honest, I'm kind of well known for not listening to all those shows either. Oh, that's, like, your thing, your gimmick is, uh, <laughs> Well, it's not really my gimmick, it's just, 
you don't necessarily have to listen to every single person's podcast every episode if you're going to see them in a few weeks. That's true, too. <laughs> Although I, f- I feel like it's good to, like, one of the projects I've given myself um, with this sub-series is that every time I talk to someone, I try to listen to at least one or two of their earlier shows and then one or two of their more current shows to kind of see where they've come from. And I, I, try, like I, I mean, I try to do that. And so that's forcing me to listen to some podcasts I may not always listen to or traditionally I have not listened to. But that kind of brings me to my first question. What, pad, what type of podcast do you normally gravitate towards? Uh, I'm more for, I mean, I do listen to a lot of conversational stuff. Um, and lately I've been sort of, uh, I'm a big computer nerd, but don't listen to a lot of tech podcasts because so many of them are, um, uh, just like news and I don't care about any of that stuff. Um, so I've found these podcasts that are just like covering things about tech that I'm really into, uh, and just do like pieces about individual stories. And that those those lately seem to be my my jam. So it's it's people having conversations or weird trivia, I guess. <laughs> right on. And do you ever find um, like the celebrity aspect of it? Like, do you find when you hear about guys like uh, Dak Shepard or um, Ashton Kutcher, like these guys who like are major celebrities already, that then get into the podcast world? Like, do you turn your nose to them? And be like. Ugh. Fuckers, or 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 for you, is it more like I'll see what it's like, I'll save my judgment. Like, how does it usually work for you? Uh, I mean, I'm rare to try new podcasts, uh, so I don't really pay attention to a lot of those. Like, maybe I don't know, I'll listen to Mark Marin show. Uh, there's a couple shows like that that I listen to occasionally, but I don't really follow the popular podcasts. Um, I, I I don't thumb my nose at them so much as. I guess I jokingly thumb my nose at those that are in it for the money. Uh, right. All right. It's it's yeah. Like I don't care. Tell about me a little bit about the podcast so that you that you are a Sorry. part of. Yeah. I know the new Gappage. I listened to. I think the most recent. Hello. Sorry. Say that again. Oh, did we lose Brent? Hello, Brent. You're still there. Oh. Uh, I'm still here. Do you, okay, right on. You're, you seem to be breaking up. I'm sorry about that. It may be the shoddy Wi-Fi in the studio. Oh. Let me see if there's anything I can do on this end. All right. So is that any better? Can you hear me a little yep. bit better? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, right on. Maybe that will help. Um, okay, sorry. I missed what you just said. Could you just maybe... Oh, Recap so, us. yeah, so I don't, I don't thumb my nose at the celebrity podcast so much as I, in general, uh, sometimes jokingly thumb my nose at the people that are making podcasts just to make money. Uh, like, there's some celebrity people, po- popular people that have popular podcasts, but they're, it seems like they're interested more in the craft of it. Uh, and while I don't, put a lot of craft maybe into my podcasting style. I appreciate those who, who do, I kind of see it as like a form of media. It's yeah. always good to have more media. I guess, or maybe just the exposure overall. Yeah. Okay. Tell me, tell me a little bit about two of your active podcasts, because I think we were doing a little bit of chatting before 
How many, first of all, how many podcasts have you had? Have I had in total? I'd say um, there were maybe five or six. Hold on. Uh, let's oh. see. I have one, two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was on maybe five or six shows that don't exist anymore. Um, and then I sort of do uh, really two podcasts right now. I keep trying to force myself to restart my old podcast. Uh, but uh, I find I podcast easier if I have a group to rely on to record. My, right on. my hard them, drive is get... full of unreleased Closet Geek Show episodes uh, that I just never finish or I don't like and they never go out. I used to not be so precious about it. <laughs> what What is it that holds you back? Like when you When you have all these unreleased like is it just the polishing edit on it that the, the kind of time consuming cutting paste and stuff yeah but even that i'm not editing so much as cutting together a co- cohesive podcast from a few parts and like cutting and maybe a little normalizing an eq is like the only thing i do to my podcast i is as little work as i have to do is the kind of podcasting i like so right on. lately right I've on. been trying to find a way to like set it up on my phone and have it sounding not great, but decent. Um, so that's sort of been my latest project, but I don't know. It's hard to find. I have an Android and we don't get, there's like boss jock and stuff for iPhones and there's nothing like that on Android. So we need like, I'm having to cobble together a podcasting studio on my phone with like seven different apps and it's. It's proving to be some difficulty. <laughs> you know, I, I've tried to go down that route myself. It's, it's just too difficult overall to kind of streamline everything. Yeah, like I kind of just want to be able to record some segments and then quickly edit them together and be done with it. I found a website that uh, does all the, the simple steps of making an audio file sound good as a podcast. They do automatically. Uh, it's this, what, some website that you just send your file to and they like make it sound good and then it spits out into an RSS feed. So I've been playing around. Yeah, it's uh, Ophonic and it's like free for a few hours a month. Okay. You just send them files and they like spit back a file and they can like immediately upload it to your podcast host. So I was excited when I found all that and now I'm just sort of at the picking mic stage and even though I've done podcasts for a while I'm still not great at knowing what mics are good yeah I always feel like the mic game is kind of hit or miss and you just got to find something that works within your budget that you can be happy with because we went somewhat high end and we've gone low end and even even the middle stuff but I find like the the yeti the uh, blue blue snowball yeti like those are really really decent inexpensive mics yeah that's what that's that's what i've ended up right with right now but i used to uh have almost as low-fi equipment as possible and sort of had a point of pride there uh yeah i've maybe in the time i've been podcasting like bought three mics so <laughs> i and, and the first one was ten dollars so um <laughs> it was not great and i didn't care um yeah, I don't have a lot of uh, podcast gadgets. 
I, I never got it. Like I say, that's just, that's more effort to put into podcasting. And my favorite kind of podcasting to make is have a conversation with someone and just sort of flip a mic and have it feel like you're just sort of hanging out with these people, having listening to their conversation. That's the kind of yeah. podcasting I like. So I don't I, need I find, fancy shit. <laughs> I find in comparison, your two shows, the, 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 okay, so let me make sure I get these right. The show hole. Yeah. And that's, that's a kind of community community, right? It's you and two other people. Uh, it's me and three other people. Uh, and that one has, that one is just us talking about weird stuff on the internet and, uh, trying to, um, like just make each other laugh and tell rude jokes and do things you're not supposed to do on a podcast. Like we're having a drink here on this one. That's fine. But you're not supposed to eat on podcasts and we like do reviews of potato chips, uh, which many people hate, but still listen to the show. So that's a little fun. Uh, and then Gappage is the other one that I do that you were talking about earlier uh, with Scarborough Dude. And that one's that sort of conversational style where we either meet up in person somewhere or a couple times on Skype we've tried it and we just have a conversation and uh, record it. We, I guess on Gappage we try to... He's Scarborough Dude if... I mean, you've met him, but if your listeners don't know, he's like an old guy. He's like in his 70s. Um, but we became good friends and wanted to explore how different generations see things. So we like talk about social issues and stuff in the news and stuff and kind of argue about it. We're often on the same page, but maybe for different reasons. Uh, but that's sort of I, what Gapage tries to be when it's doing its best, but we really just meet up and hang out. That's what, I mean, Scarborough dude is, he's the type of guy, A, his voice is made for podcasting or radio, but he also has this way of pulling things out of you too that I've noticed too. Not just, not just a banter, but even just like the conversation and like maybe some things you may not be, I don't want to say comfortable, but may not be ready to talk about. He's, he has a, like a way of kind of opening you, opening you up a little bit. Yeah, he reads people really well and then doesn't give a fuck about uh, (laughs) people's responses and will go out of his way to say things to get a, uh, get like a a rise out of you or get you to open yourself up. Uh, He's he's definitely a, a weird character to do a podcast with. We've often almost come to blows with his... Uh, with his style or, or a gappage stop for a good year because we were just mad at each other. Uh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so. Well, I, I th- I'm trying to find the message now, but I messaged him a little while ago to do kind of the same idea um, to be part of Pod Life. And I sent him a message kind of trying to break him the ice, just being like, hey, man, your Instagram feed's pretty good. Um, I wonder, like, we met at Pod Camp. Uh, give like what's the what's the idea behind your podcast and he's like well it's my view of the world and that's usually what i express on the podcast I'm like oh did you did you want to give me any more information <laughs> or was like was, was that it was, okay cool yeah um yeah but i think that's just kind of like that's he's kind of that guy he's a little i think he comes off a little snooty but he's not trying to be snooty that's just kind of like the guy he is 
Oh, yeah, he but. definitely can tell Ken has an opinion when you're talking to him. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, you're just waiting for him to open up and just give you his opinion. Yeah. But his podcast is like a, it's like a diary, I guess. And he's done it like forever, this show, every week <laughs> without fail. Uh, and it's just him taking recordings throughout the week, interspersed with like whatever song he's into at the moment. And then he just talks about his week and it's, I don't know, I, sometimes I will admit I bump it up to two times speed to really get through it. Um, <laughs> it's just an, it's just an audio journal podcast, which I was just looking at the other day at the new Apple podcast categories and there isn't one like that anymore. Now, I don't know, it was making me mad that they're, they're, you're not allowed to categorize yourself as like an audio blog that didn't even exist on the list. Oh, really? I haven't checked it out yet. Yeah. I found that message from Scarborough Dude. So it said, hi, how's it going? We met the Canadian Podcasting Awards. Hope all's well. He, he responds back, I spell out the answer to that question on my weekly podcast, but it changes day by day. Overall average, very good. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Um, all right. So... You, you have a couple of podcasts that you're kind of on hiatus, we'll say, or put to rest. Is there anything in the future of podcasting that you really want to gra- – that you really either gravitate towards or is there something that you feel like there's a, a, a missing element of the current state of podcasting? Uh, I kind of miss, and maybe it's just because uh, I've been out of podcasting so long, but it used to be – I don't know. Remember like the old days of the internet on forums or it was just a bunch of – groups of people that kind of vaguely knew each other pretty well instead of like Reddit where you don't know anyone. It's just a blob of social media. That's kind of how yeah. podcasting feels right now. And I, I don't know. I miss the old days. I sound like an old person, but it's true. I miss. You are definitely, definitely an OG of the podcast game, my man. I, I, I feel like podcasting's always been for whoever wants to do it, but I feel like now people have, uh, I, I, they just, they just get into it because they know somebody else who kind of has one or has been on one, and they're like, well, I can, I can fucking do that. It's not that hard, and they just do it, and they do it for six episodes, and then they like they hang up the mic, and I mean, I find that as someone who's over two hundred and fifty episodes and over going on four years of doing this, I find that highly offensive. But I can't imagine like the OGs who have been, I mean, Scarborough dude or Mark or yourself, guys who have been doing it for much longer than I have. I mean, at that point, do you not get a little podcast snobby? No, because a bunch of my, it's, it's just, there's so many of them. I'm not necessarily snobby about them. It's just, it's impossible to keep up with. There used to be like a list of like, here's the top thousand podcasts. And then you sort of vaguely knew everyone. And now there's too many. And at so many of my shows that, no longer exists, didn't run very long. Uh, it's, it's hard to, I find it now, there's still new podcasts I want to want to do, but every time you do a new one, you have to think about, okay, well, is this, is this to- topic so broad that it's not going to be interesting, or is it too narrow that I'm going to run out of things to talk, talk about? And that sort of seems to be where, um, I don't know, my thoughts on making new podcasts are, every time I pick a, a topic, it, I hit one of those uh, uh, downsides, I guess, about the topic. 
So if you do a short podcast, uh, that, you know, you can compress uh, whatever thesis or thing you're talking about more readily. I don't know. Short series, is that the term? Miniseries? Yeah. Yeah, miniseries or I guess something along the lines of... um those I don't know they're like uh, specific like they're only meant for eight episodes or whatever and then they disappear again right so I don't know there's there's something about podcasting for me that feels like that I mean this is like the new radio right and could you imagine just radio stations dying off or radio shows I guess just dying off after you know a, a quick run of maybe eight to ten episodes no I mean that's that's true <laughs> But I mean, I guess, I guess it's because it's so independently ran. Maybe that's just what the that's just what the future holds for it. Like anything else that depends on one or two people to do it. You know, I just feel like if if there's not a lot of if if the if the the passion isn't there, that's like a big thing we bark about. But if the passion isn't there, then the flame will burn out, and then you're just like, well, it was a good run, I guess. Let's just hang him up and go from there. Let's figure out the new trend or or do something else. Or, I mean, I I, I know that I think you're saying it on uh, the show hold that it's just it's your life's gotten more busy, so you just don't have the time to podcast anymore. Which for me, I mean, that is like a like, that's an understatement because I feel like my, my my life's gotten so much crazier, but I need that. Um, exodus of sitting down, recording, talking about something completely different, or just talking about or just having a conversation about something that might be off the wall to, as a little escape from the craziness that is a day-to-day life. Yeah, I don't know. I I think I felt like that when I started podcasting, and then as time has gone on, I've always found more and more. Well, what's is there a way I can do this and have it be less work? Um, so I'm that kind of guy where I'm just. If there's any kind of barrier for me to get it done, uh, it doesn't get done, which is why one of my my shows have been on hiatus for two years, and it's just hard to to get up the energy. I'm I'm glad these days because when I do a podcast, most of the time I'm either meeting someone on Skype who's already doing the recording, uh, or I'm like meeting up with someone and re- we're recording in person. And in both those cases, there's like one or two steps, and I can handle that. Right on. We we um, we've been talking a little bit over on MSN or sorry MSN. Wow, <laughs> speaking of the old <laughs> days, um, we we've been talking over Facebook Messenger, um, and you had given me the invite, and I had t- I talked about it on the latest edition of Self Therapy about um, the meetup, the podcasters meetup that I, I so badly want to get wanted to get to, but life just got in the way. Work ended up running late, but I was so looking forward to that meetup. I listened to a couple of the podcasts from that. What did I miss? Tell me how it went. Uh, so you're talking about the MMPR. Uh, okay. That was that was it was good. I mean, it's it's a fun podcasting event in that it has almost nothing to do with podcasting. It's held in Hamilton every summer, and uh, the, we just move from one restaurant to another, hanging out, uh, maybe going to a few bars. Uh, the only podcast related thing is, uh, you do a live recording session almost all Saturday afternoon. Then it's just going out for dinner and drinks with people. Uh, 
it's the best kind of podcasting conference. We took out the co- the conference part because the fun part was hanging out with people. Yeah, hanging out, drinking, and eating. Yeah. Two of my favorite things. <laughs> and can you please let me... I always mess up Anthony's last name. Marco. What? Marco. I've been calling... I don't know what it was, but maybe, the, maybe at... Uh, PodCamp, I maybe got introduced or heard Mark talking about him, and in my back of my head, I thought his last name was Muzzin, or or something along that line, and so I kept calling him Anthony Muzzin on the podcast, and then Mark's like, who are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, you know, the guy that won the Bob Gauthier, Gauthier Award? He's like, that's not his name. <laughs> I'm like, oh. Okay. Wow. This is why we don't edit anything because that's audio gold right there. That's all right. He's he'd probably be pretty cool about you getting his name wrong. He seems like a decent guy. He does seem like a decent guy, doesn't he? He seems like a real passionate guy about the art, about about the the culture of podcasting. Yeah. Okay. So. So I didn't ask you, but how long had you have like when did you, what year did you start your first podcast? Uh, I started the Closet Geek Show uh, in like summer sometime of two thousand five. Okay, wow. So two thousand and five, at the at that time, it was just putting out some content. Were you were you thinking like T-shirts or or stickers or buttons or anything along that line? Any type of merchandising, or were you just thinking, I'm gonna put this show out and see where it goes? Uh, th- there was, there was no merchandising. Uh, it was me in my, uh, apartment, uh, in college. And I was just doing the show to talk about weird shit I found on the internet and play like a bunch of metal I downloaded. Uh, okay. <laughs> like that's, that's all Closet Geek Show was for a long time. Um, it's, it's kind of, even, even if I want to restart it, it's going to be essentially the same thing, uh, but I guess back in those old days, it was more focused about, I don't know, weird topics and weird people, and I don't know, you remember the old days of the internet, when you just would go from one bizarre website to another? It was about oh, that yeah. kind of stuff. That I think that was always kind of fun, right, because the internet was such a, such a mystery at that point, so much more of a mystery, and we didn't have the, the, the segregation of, like, the internet that everybody uses... And then the dark web, <laughs> where where people go at odd hours of the night to find odd things nobody wants to talk about. <laughs> at that time, it was all kind of blended together. Yeah, yeah. And it seems like the dark net is, you know, super dark. I'm just talking about, like, weird stuff. Uh, You're talking about rabbit hole stuff. Yeah, where, where you just, yeah, you get lost in some topic. And I was really, that's what I did with most of my free time uh, in college. Or at least a lot of my free time. So that's all my podcast was for, I don't know, I guess a year or two until I started working. And then at any point, did you want to see, like, did you have a certain amount of ambition for, at that time, the Closet Geek Show? Or was it just like, I'm going to do it and see what happens? Or was it more like, I have this idea, this is where I want to see it? Uh, I think, I think it was more focused back then. I, I don't know, uh, if I saw fame or money in it, but I guess that maybe appealed to me. I did get excited the few times that I had a lot of downloads of my old podcast, uh, which I guess probably motivated me to continue doing it. 
Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I don't know, man. There, it, the, it, there's a crazy rush when you open up your like your your stat page or something, and you're like, oh my god. Did someone famous tweet my podcast episode, or did I write? Did I use the right hashtag and they just catch steam? Because when you see those huge jumps and downloads, I don't know. For me, that as a content creator, that gets me riled. Like that gets me. That gets the creative juices flowing, and then I want to dissect everything that happened and find out what was a secret ingredient. Yeah, I guess. I guess there's a bit of that. I mean, back in the. Uh like, my most popular episode of Closet Geek Show, I think, was 3,000 people downloaded it because we had a not famous but somewhat internet famous person that we interviewed. Uh, we had, it was the, You know the Fark.com website? No, I don't. It was like, <laughs> it still exists. It's basically like Reddit, but the list of interesting links is sort of managed through a central source. Okay. And then there's like comment threads about it. And that was like before Reddit was around where we spent all our time, uh, you know, trying to stay up on news and weird shit on the internet. Uh, that's, was sort of that, our hangout back then. And my buddy had met the founder of the website at a party, uh, and convinced him to come on my podcast and we just got a case of beer and, uh, Hung out late in the boardroom at my office that I had a key to and just recorded a podcast for three hours interviewing this guy about this old website. And that was, I was really proud and of that one and so many people downloaded it because uh, like we posted it in FARC or whatever and so a bunch of people came to check it out. And that felt, that felt pretty good. Uh, but other than that, like Closet Geek Show maybe had... 100 or 200 users for most of the episodes. Um, and it was cool. Like, you would get emails from people. I still, there's people I lost touch with that were listeners of the show that I sometimes idly wonder. I'm like, I wonder what they're up to now. Because uh, totally. you would get, yeah, yeah. like, messages from people. Like, because I started Closet Geek Show, I just remembered that part of the reason was no one played the kind of music I liked. And I liked heavy metal, and I liked drum and bass, and I liked electronic music. And so it was just that kind of music that I played on the podcast. And then so other people looking for that kind of stuff would come check out my show and be like, it's, you know, and be nerds themselves uh, excited to talk about whatever weird thing I'd been talking about on the podcast. That made me feel great. Um, Yeah. I I think that's always nice where you can have that like extended network of listener slash friend or acquaintance. That you kind of get in, you kind of build a little bit of a relationship with, and then kind of whatever happens from there is always nice. But you, do you ever get that where you put a question out in the into the podcast universe, and then all of a sudden there's like an, uh, a message in your Instagram or whatever your your Facebook page or whatever just being like, the answer to your question is this this this. Happy like thank um, thanks for re- doing the podcast, whatever. Like just a little bit of appreciation they get back. Like, a, one little tear falls out of my eye whenever that happens. <laughs> like, oh, my God, thank God someone else listens. Oh, my God, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great feeling. Like, and I don't know, I'd say most of my big friendships now these days, I've started as other podcaster people that I just listened to. And then over time, you just hang out enough that they just become like a normal friend. 
totally. You listen to their, if it's Ken or Scarborough dude, like you listen to his daily journal, you end up being like, oh my God, I, I, I totally see what's, what's going on with Ken. I need to send him this message right now just to maybe like cheer him up a little bit because the last diary sounded a little, a little close to slitting your wrist. So, <laughs> you know, like I, I just feel like you, you, you uh, unintentionally build this um, basis of a friendship, I guess, well, because you're listening. It, yeah. It's someone is talking to you right in your ear. And it sort of has like this intimacy that where you just sort of feel like you can get to know someone really well. Like I, yeah. there's been times when I've met people that we're meeting for the first time, but we already sort of have uh, a good rapport and aren't really, we're talking like we hang out all the time. And then you're like, I'm just meeting you. And you're like, oh, but it's sort of like in my head, it sounded like we've spent the last few months hanging out. Yeah, totally. I, I believe that's a cool thing. I, I met these guys. They, they do this like, um, like this wrestling podcast, and I listened to them for years. And then I ended up sitting next to them at this show, and I was like, guys, I just gotta put this out there because if not, I'm gonna kick myself for not saying it. But I listened to you guys religiously for maybe like six years, and I just gotta tell you, like those six years, I felt like I knew you guys so well. I'd have conversations with other people where I'd say something like, my friend said this about this, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> But, like, we've never met, but I feel like we're friends because I feel like I know all these things about you now. And uh, they looked at me like I was a crazy person. And because I'm kind of a big guy, like, I could see them kind of inching away from me. I'm like, no, 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 John, wait, you stay right here. I don't know where you think you're going. Yeah, not weird at all. Okay, cool. Um, so, to kind of talk about the in depth of podcasting, you're in a pretty serious relationship now. Are you going to do a podcast or a relationship podcast with your girlfriend? Uh, I don't know. We've talked about it a few times. We have a bunch of ideas for podcasts. But again, it's coming down to like finding the time uh, to sit down and record a show and pick a topic. Um, my, my, my thinking lately is to instead of just pick a topic, pick an array of topics that we can sort of cycle through. Yeah, always a good idea. So that's the plan, but we just haven't really got around to it. But And, and Brandy has her own ideas for her own shows. So uh, surely there's more podcasting to come from us. Yeah. Where, where are you guys based out of? Uh, we're in Hamilton. Okay, you guys, you guys in the Hammer too. I, I used right to on. be in Toronto, but moved to Hamilton like a year ago. Right on. Okay, so, um, well, we'd love to have you guys once the studio is up and running, the brand new Billy Shears podcast studio. I'm hoping, I'm hoping in about six weeks it's going to be all done. Nice. Yeah. All right, my man, like we're getting to the tail end of this. I'm just curious. I'm ending all of these podcast shows, these pod life shows with the same question. And one day I'm going to build a huge database uh, to the answer to these questions. So here we go. Now, I'm going to preface it by saying you don't have to rush to an answer, but if it comes to you, let it loose. Take a second to think about it. Take a deep breath. Here we go. What does it, what does being a podcaster mean to you? Uh, being uh, willing to be honest and uh, 
like have a con have an honest conversation with people. I think that's right what a podcaster in my mind is and should be. That's perfect, my man. The answers, I, I think I might turn into a t-shirt because these answers, every time I hear somebody's answer, I get the warm and fuzzy feeling. Because <laughs> I think some of it like strikes a chord with me. Like I, I feel, I honestly feel like every answer I hear is like, oh yeah, that too. Oh yeah, that too. Like I always, I always get these like little feelings of like, man, these people, like these podcasters, people are nailing it. Like this is exactly how I feel too. All right, my man, please plug where people can find you if they want to ask you any questions or find your podcast. Where can they reach you if you want to be reached, of course, and your podcast shows? Uh, well, people can find me on uh, Twitter. I'm a Closet Geek Show. Um, on that and pretty much everything else that one would be on. Um, and my podcasts are all on closetgeekshow.ca. Um, that's the show hole and, uh, gapage, both the with which are also searchable in all your podcast apps. Right on. Well, Brent, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for doing this podcast and hopefully more of Brent Morris in the podcast universe, maybe even something with Brandy, whatever the case is, the world needs more Brent. All right. Thanks for having me, for, man. No problem, dude. Nana Nation, as always, thank you for downloading, tuning in, and checking us out.